You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. Some hadith say on that same day, after he was saved and the 100 camels were slaughtered, he takes his son Abdullah, Abdul Muttalib takes his son Abdullah to the house of Wahab. He was a very respectful man in Mecca and he had a daughter by the name of Amina. Abdul Muttalib, maybe to because the incident was so stressful for them, he wanted a good ending on that day. So he takes his son to the house of Wahab and they ask the, for the daughter of Amina. He goes and proposes and he asks Wahab that my son Abdullah would like to marry your daughter Amina. So she accepted and after that they had their wedding. So that's when Abdullah got married. It was after this incident of you know the sacrifice and the camels. He was about 20 to 24 years of age at this point when he got married. So that's the father of the Prophet Abdullah and the mother is Amina, she came from a very respected noble family. They were both believers in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They had a beautiful life, imagine those early days in their home. She becomes pregnant soon after that and they're waiting for this new baby. What happens is Abdullah had to go on a business trip. He went to Syria on a business trip. He went with a caravan from Mecca. Many months later, maybe about six months later, it would take a normal trip would take four to six months going on a caravan from Mecca to Syria, do your business and then come back. After about six months, the caravan, that same caravan in which Abdullah went to Syria, that same caravan came back. It came back to Mecca. Abdul Muttalib, his father, the father of Abdullah was anxiously waiting, you know, to see his son. Amina, the wife of Abdullah, she was also there waiting to receive her husband. You know, it was just like an airport where you go and you wait for your loved ones to come back, it was announced in the city that so-and-so caravan has arrived. So anyone who had relatives or friends in that caravan, they would come out to receive them. Abdul Muttalib is there, Amina is there, they're waiting, everyone comes out of the caravan, but Abdullah is not there, he's not to be found. So Amina starts crying, imagine they're just newly wed, she's got a baby, she's pregnant, Abdullah is not found. They start worrying, they send news here and there, messengers to ask about where his whereabouts. They learned that Abdullah on his way back he got ill, he got sick and he stayed in Medina. Medina is about 250 miles north of Mecca, it's about 400 kilometers, maybe 250 to 270 miles north of Mecca. So on his way back going south to Mecca, he got ill so he couldn't continue his journey, he stayed where? In Medina. He had relatives in Medina, Abdullah had relatives in Medina, so he decided to stay with his relatives. Now unfortunately his 
illness intensified and he had to stay in, in Medina, he couldn't continue his journey. Abdul Muttalib sends his oldest son, Harith. He tells him, Harith, go to Medina and bring Abdullah. I want him back immediately. So Harith goes to Medina, searching for Abdullah to take him back to Mecca. When he reaches Medina, he's given the very sad news that Abdullah has passed away. So he goes back to Mecca and he informs his father, Abdul Muttalib, that you know, my condolences to you, Abdullah has passed away and he is buried there in Medina. So the Prophet he grew up an orphan, he was born an orphan, he never actually met his father. Then as we explained before, Halima Sa'diyah took care of the Prophet, she nursed him, after about five or six years she brought the Prophet back and she gave him to his mother Amina. When the Prophet was six years old, Amina wanted to visit the grave of Abdullah. She'd been waiting for the Prophet to come back and to go with her young son, to go to Medina, go on a trip and to visit the grave of Abdullah. So when Amin, when Halima Sa'diyah brings back the Prophet and she hands him to his mother Amina, she tells him let's go on a trip. So with some other relatives and the Prophet is now six years old, with his mother, they go where? To Medina. Imagine now the emotional sentiments, you know, the Prophet has heard about his father Abdullah from his mother, she would tell him what kind of qualities he had, the history of Abdullah and the Prophet really loved his father even though he never met him. So now this was the first time that the Prophet would go to Medina and actually visit the grave of his father Abdullah. So when they arrive Medina, they go to that house in which Abdullah passed away and after that they go to the grave of Abdullah. So with his mother, imagine that emotional scene, the Prophet is sitting on the grave of his father and it was a very, very tragic scene. Now what happens is after this journey of visiting the grave, they are now on their way back to Mecca. On their way back to Mecca, they reach an area called Al-Abwa. It's north of Mecca. In that area, the mother of the Prophet Amina now becomes ill and she passes away there. So on that journey, on his first journey to visit the grave of his father, he also loses his mother and he returns back to Mecca without his mother. This was a very emotional moment for the Prophet. Now he's only six years old, he's lost both parents. His grandfather Abdul Muttalib takes care of him, he's now at the age of six. Now there are several reasons why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had his messenger orphaned at this young age. One of them is to test the Prophet and to elevate his status because in times of difficulty and tragedy, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala trains His messengers to become strong. So it was really a test to elevate the Prophet, that's number one. Number two, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted to make it very clear for that society and for the world that no one educated the Prophet. Remember the Prophet was unlettered, 
he did not have a teacher, he did not read and write and even when he was young he did not have a father who would teach him, he even lost his mother at a young age. So that was really a powerful message that later when this man would bring a divine book, who taught him? Because some would say okay he had smart parents who taught him all of that, he didn't grow up with his parents, as for his mother he was away from her you know most of the time he was uh, in a desert with Halima Sa'diyah and her tribe and what did they know? They didn't have any knowledge, none of them knew how to read or write and he did not have a father who was with him every day teaching him, so that maybe was a wisdom, a hikmah for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to have his prophet an orphan in order to make a statement that the prophet didn't have anyone teaching him, he did not go to school, he didn't have a teacher, not even his own parents taught him these you know ideas that he would later spread. So this was really powerful for the Arabs that you know this person must have received revelation, where did he get that knowledge from? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know in the Quran he says, أَلَمْ يَجِدْكَ يَتِيمًا فَآوَى Didn't Allah not find you as a yatim, as an orphan and He gave you shelter? And this just shows you that this boy who was so weak, he lost his own parents, how is it that he became such a great human being? It's only by the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now the Prophet after he became a messenger, he would visit the grave of his mother on his way from Medina to Mecca. He would visit the grave of his mother. In fact, Muslim, Sahih Muslim, narrates a hadith which states, I asked Allah to give me permission to visit the grave of my mother. Allah gave me permission. Then the Prophet says, visit the graves of your loved ones because it reminds you of death. So this hadith indicates first of all that you can visit the graves because some of these you know Wahhabis or extremists will tell you oh this is shirk you can't visit any grave, well the Prophet visited the grave of his mother and this also indicates that she was faithful, had she died a mushrik Allah would not have given permission for the Prophet to visit the grave you know of his mother who disbelieved in God and she ascribed partners to Allah. This is also an indication that she was a faithful woman. Yes, we examined in the previous course that the majority of Sunnis believe Abdullah and Amina died as kuffar. Yeah, even his mother. Even some say his mother died an unbeliever and she did not uh, believe in the one God. Absolutely, yeah. Even until today, you'll find many, many schools of thought who believe the very, very parents of the Prophet were not believers. So this is one hadith that indicates she was a believer because he asked permission from God and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did give him permission. And where is this mentioned? In Sahih Muslim, so in one of their authentic books.